0: Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader, where I sit down on my lunch break and talk about a Bible verse for a little bit. Come join me. Uh, we are in Romans 12, verses 9 to 11, and I'm just going to jump right in. There we go, if I can find it. Okay. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Alright, we're going to stop there. So, what's your favorite part? I love the simplicity of abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Stated in a way that kind of assumes evil things are obvious and good things are obvious. So stay away from the bad stuff and do the good stuff. I love that simplicity. Not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. I love the the, the picture of working hard and, and diligence and serving the Lord could simply be doing your job to the best of your ability also because he put us here and gave us skills and abilities and put us where we're at for a reason so work hard and work as though unto the Lord so what seems to be on the author's mind here and uh... Paul I think has jumped from uh, from a lot of heavy theological stuff, has transitioned into this chapter into a, uh... um, My brain just stopped working. He's transitioned uh, in this chapter to more practical things away from heavy theology. And so this is a a little section out of a, a long list, and he's just going through some intensely practical ways to live out all the stuff he had been talking about up to this point. And so in this in this snippet he really kinda zeroes in on just being consistent. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Just like a simp, good, simple like here's what you do, bam, 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 bam. Do good stuff, don't do bad stuff. Work hard. And just that that eye for, for practicality was really It's really interesting because you would expect Paul to be all deep theology. And he he gets into the weeds quite a bit and then always transitions to a real practical edge on, okay, so this means we need to... Then he he brings it down. So, here's kind of a uh, question feels a little bit out of nowhere. So, in one sentence, what is love? So you don't get enough out of this little passage here to define love. But just as an in general, I think it would be useful to think about developing a a one-sentence definition for some of these different abstract concepts. Because so often we go through life having conversations and arguments, and a lot of the problems or misunderstandings happen because two different people will use the same word with two different definitions, but not understand that's what's happening until after they've been yelling for a few minutes. So, you know, I've seen arguments go down where two people will either, you know, will sound like they're yelling about each other and you realize, oh, they're not really arguing about the role of faith in salvation. They're actually arguing about a definition of of faith because they're both operating from two different assumptions of what the word means so it's important to avoid that or to just be aware you know how do you define love when you use the word love what does that mean Uh, you know when you use the word faith what does that mean or justice or fair or equal taking a minute to really think about and articulate what that word means for you and um i was a firm believer that all of those concepts their their proper definitions are found in scripture we might not all agree on the exact wording but if you go to define love everybody's going to go to some of the same bible passages see how it's used there and go okay this is a little picture of love and uh so that's important so for me um having i've done this exercise a little while ago for the word love but love is an intentional course of action that is for the what is best for another person so when you intentionally take actions, knowing that it's what's best for the other person, not doing what the other person wants, but doing what is going to be best for the uh, mind, body, and emotions of another person for the long term is, uh, is how I define love. Because you can't, you can't rely on emotions. Emotions aren't consistent. Um, But intentionally choosing to do something is something you can consistently do. You don't fall in love with people, you choose to love people. That's why Paul, when he says, love Jesus, doesn't say, fall in love with Jesus. That's why Paul, when he says, love the brethren, doesn't say, fall in love with the brethren. Those are warm, cushy feelings, and it sounds pretty and warm, but no. He tells you, love the brotherhood. God says, love God, love your neighbor. You choose, you decide to do what is best for someone other than yourself. That's love. So, there's a little more than one sentence. There's one the one sentence I started with was the one sentence part, but anyway. So, what's going to be hard about living this out, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor uh, what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. Not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. What's going to be hard about doing that? All of it, probably. Uh, I mean, everybody has good days and bad days, um, but on average, uh, sometimes it's hard to to not be a hypocrite. Um, Sometimes you do that thing you shouldn't. You don't exactly abhor what's evil. You go, well, it's not that bad. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. That's the hard one. for uh, You have to be selfless. You have to, you know, after you. That's that after you mentality where you... You let someone else go first. You let someone else have the nicest whatever. If you're sharing a small pint of Ben and Jerry's, you let your wife have the larger chunks of cookie dough or the last bit of the ice cream. The the after you, you know, giving preference to the other person. That's hard. Not lagging in diligence. That's it's hard sometimes. Wake up every morning. Be consistent, get to work, you want to drag your feet, go slow, it's Friday. Not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. That's what Paul talks about, like not just employees, Paul talks to slaves and says, work hard for the master that God has put over you, work as unto the Lord. Doesn't matter how, how little you get paid or whatnot. So that's that's about all I have for this little passage here. It's good, just straightforward, godly living. Do what you're supposed to. It's it's not easy, but it's simple. And it's hard. But it's simple. It takes work, but everything worth doing takes work. That's all I got for you today. Go ahead and shoot me your answers in the comments, and come on over to Facebook and say hi. I'm at facebook.com forward slash follow to lead. Follow the number two lead at uh, Facebook, or you can just do the little Facebook search. Follow the leader should be one of the one of the ones on there, and. I will see you next time. Godspeed.